Thank you, Brother Price. It's been so good to be with Brother Price. For three weeks in Louisiana camp, he taught, and also in Oregon. And he taught some great lessons on faith. It's been a real blessing to me. And it's good to be here with the district board and all the ministers here that <clears throat> has blessed us and helped me. I'm trying to find out which one of these mics I like the best. Uh, don't like any of them, it squeals, but I did that myself last night. Uh, getting too close to other mics here, I guess. And all the wonderful saints, we're glad to be with you. And my coming to California has been a real blessing to me. And tonight, I'm real thrilled because of all they were singing that as the Crimson Tide, we had some supernatural visitors to come in to this auditorium. Right over there, Sister Price, I looked and the shine of God is upon her face as she's praising the Lord, talking in tongues. Angel of the Lord right there. Praise God. Although the great mighty angels of God have visited us, I always appreciate their presence, their ministering spirits, but they're just as helpless as I am without the moving of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. They wait for the moving of the Spirit, just like I'm waiting for the moving of the Spirit tonight. And we have their help, we have your help, but most of all, we have the Lord Jesus Christ standing right here with us tonight to heal and to set free. He's the only Savior and He's the only healer. There never has been another healer and there never will be. We can no more heal than we can save. That's all in his divine plan. And as far as Jesus is concerned, everything has been done completely, totally. All you have to do is to accept it. It's sort of like playing checkers. You make a move and your friend makes a move. The Lord made his move and he's waiting on you to make yours. That's all. They sang that song a while ago, brought back a memory to me. Uh, just remember I love you. The Lord was talking in this song. 18 years ago, I went through the darkest valley I'd ever gone through in my life. i never forget I was so weak and troubled. And I said, Lord, would you just tell me you love me? You know, it's so easy when you get depressed to feel like nobody loves you. 
But I said, don't tell me. I said, I'm so sick, so I might hear things. I said, tell somebody else today that uh, you love me and let them tell me. Yeah. One of my board members had been on a fast. He was in the woods fasting and praying. And the Holy Spirit came upon him and really steered him. He had never had anything like this happen. And the voice of the Lord said, Go tell your pastor that I love him, that my gift's upon his life, yes. and I have great things yet for him to do. Praise the Lord. Well, he went by and talked to his sister. said, The Lord spoke that to me, but if Brother Barnes knows anything, he knows the Lord loves him. She said, you go tell him. Yeah. And I have his letter in my files today because it meant so much to me in that hour to know that my Jesus would speak to somebody and tell them that he loved me. Yeah. And he does love us. He's never died for anybody in all eternity. The first time he ever died was on Calvary 2,000 years ago for you and me. He really means business. He put everything he's got in this for your salvation and your healing. They almost killed him before he got to the cross so we could be healed. They mocked him and they made fun of him while he was being beat. I don't want no disease standing up here mocking him anymore. One time's enough. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. He did it for us, and I'm glad. The first thing I want to do tonight is for us to pray. I always do this. One of the greatest hindrances to a healing service is guilt feelings somebody feeling like they're not worthy and I'll tell you now you're not worthy none of us are and if the Lord had to wait until we all reach perfection he'd never heal anybody because Paul was still striving for that said he hadn't made it but he was reaching for it so he heals the unworthy he even heals sinners in the Bible. He healed Gentiles that had no promise of healing at that time. So his compassion just causes him to do it. Now if a, the worst sinner in this city came to this altar tonight and confessed his sins, what would the Lord do? forgive him and fill him with the Holy Ghost now if he did that for his enemy and refused to heal his children he's doing more for his enemy than he's doing for his children he won't do that he loves us but he wants us to believe, even his own children, they must release their faith. He demands that. 
It isn't right for me to stand up here and use up all of my faith trying to get you healed when you got enough to get healed if you'll release it. Now, how many's got the Holy Ghost? Now, all of you've got faith. You've got to have it. You couldn't keep the Holy Ghost a second without it. So you've got faith. But in some of you, it's been lying dormant. The devil's told you didn't have any. Everybody say, I'm going to stop listening to the devil. I'm going to listen to Jesus. All right. Now, I want you to stand, and we're going to pray. I want to read this scripture to you first. The Bible said if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we confess, he's faithful. Everybody say, he's faithful. Do you really believe that? That if you confess, he is faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us from all. Everybody say all unrighteousness. Now we're going to pray. And I want you to repeat, repeat the prayer. I want every sinner in the house to repeat this prayer because I know you're sick and tired of that old sin that's weighting you down and tormenting you to death. You can get rid of it as we all pray together. Every backslider that's got sin in your life, and of course you have if you're backslid, you also repent, and when we're through, you'll be clean. Every saint... If you've got a sin of omission or commission, anywhere, any feeling, any fault, any failure, when we pray this prayer, the Lord Jesus Christ is going to forgive and cleanse us from all sin. And this congregation is going to be as white as the driven snow, as clean as clean as the blood of Jesus Christ. And the blood of Jesus Christ is absolutely clean and pure. Are you ready? Do you believe his word? Do you believe it's going to happen? Now when you get through with this, some of you is going to get healed tonight even before I preach. Because there's a lot of you let this guilt feeling and wondering where you're at and what you're standing is stand between you and God. But when you confess that your sins are going to leave and the blood's going to be applied and you're going to be clean and white and pure here tonight. Can we lift our hands, close our eyes and pray with me, O oh Lord Jesus. We come into thy holy presence. We confess our faults, our failures, our sins, everything we know, everything we don't know. We confess 
we ask you to forgive us and to cleanse us from all sin. We thank you, Lord. You said you'd do it, and you have done it. It's in the past. Our sins are gone. We are free because of the blood. The blood never fails. It cleanses from all sin. Thank you, Lord. I'm free. Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody say it. Thank you, Lord. Because of your blood, I'm clean. I'm free from sin. I'm ready for healing. I'm ready for heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. You are as clean and pure as the blood of Jesus Christ can do it. And that's completely and totally right now. Now, if you was watching me and I had a jug under the water and it wouldn't fill up, what would you tell me to do? Screw the lid off. And then what would happen? The water would rush in. Now the sin's gone. And the power is here. Ready to rush in. Rush in. And feel you. And free you. Everybody say it by faith. I'm filling up now. Fill me, O Lord, with all thy fullness. Fill me with Holy Ghost power. Fill me with healing virtue. Let it flow through my body now.
Well, the devil's gone and Jesus is here. And say it with me, and now, with no sin in my life, I can stand in the most holy place with him. I can talk to him, and he'll talk to me. I can touch him, and he's going to touch me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If there had never been any sin, there had never been any sickness, would they? They both, they're twins. They came into the world together. When you cut sin off, You've cut sickness off. Amen. Everybody say, my disease that I had is dying because of the name and his power. Somebody over here struggling, everybody say it together with him. My spirit is clean. My soul is clean. My body is clean. Because of the blood, I stand holy before God. say Jesus, Jesus. I have really got faith in your blood. Glory. All right. 
And I say unto thee that thou art feeding upon this rock, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. And I'll give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Can you say amen? amen? The church still has the same power. She don't need to preach doctrine. Peter did that. It's settled. It's in the book. But the church still has the keys. She still has the power to subdue nations, to dethrone wicked kings, and to pray for the uprising of a mighty army that's not afraid of hell, that's ready to march, that's ready to go, that's ready for revival. Everybody say in Jesus' name. I'm going to release my faith to subdue our city and bring it under the power and dominion of the Holy Ghost. Praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Now I'm gonna talk to you tonight about real faith, but before you're seated, I wanna remind you what I taught you the first night. How to say Jesus. Say it with what? Love. That means you love it with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You love the name, you love the name. We are Jesus' name people and we love that name. We worship that name. We're baptized in that name. We're the most persecuted people in the world because of the name. The old prophet said they'll cast you out for my name's sake. We're apostolic. Jesus' name. We love everybody in the world, but we love the name more than we love prestige, tradition. Blow it, far as I'm gone, I'll stay with the name. All the way through. Praise God. Then say it with everybody say faith. Do you believe in that name? With all your heart. Right now I believe. Then you say it with vision. You see him doing it. You stop looking at yourself. You don't look at things that are seen. You don't look at your disease. You don't look at your crippled limb. You don't think about your crippled uh, uh, arthritis, crippling arthritis. You don't think about that. You think about Jesus, and you see him. You get your eyes on him. For we look not at things that are seen, but things that are not seen. Faith moves into the spiritual realm. 
and it touches heaven and it breaks through and comes to us. Oh, that name. Everybody say Jesus. Do you really believe in it? Do you really love it? All right, you, you heard the message a while ago in tongues, didn't you? Interpretation. He said, if you'll believe in my name tonight, I'll heal you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Say it with vision. Instead of looking at your little toenail that's uh, broke, watch him create worlds. Speak worlds into existence. Oceans and mountains. Watch him raise the dead and open the eyes of the blind. Watch him. Praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's exactly what Brother Moses did. The Lord, through the gift of knowledge, let him sit down on a rock somewhere with his pen and just rolled her back, brother, when he created everything. He spoke all things into existence with his word. He just let him, he just let it roll before him. Hallelujah. What a great big God we've got. Oh, hallelujah. You may be seated just for a little bit. Amen. And get healed while you're sitting there now. Amen. Let me let, me let you understand how healing virtue is going to work tonight. Let's go down to your house just a little bit. There's a wire coming into the house. And electricity goes into your house. And it runs the air conditioning, makes it cool. It runs in the refrigerator and makes ice. It runs in the light bulbs and makes light. It's all the same electricity doing so many different, hundreds of different things. When God's healing virtue, everything God's got's in his spirit. He's got joy in it. He's got peace in it. He's got healing in it. He's got cleansing in it. Everything in the world is in his one spirit. Say it with me, by one spirit, we're all baptized into one body, the body of Christ. We're all in it. We were baptized in it. Praise God, hallelujah. Oh, somebody's getting healed. There's something about Jesus when he flows through you and you're believing if you got sin, he washes that out. If you got sickness, he washes that out. He just knows what to do when he flows through you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Everybody say, Jesus, heal me. Let your healing virtue flow. Now, Lord.
Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You standing there, young man. Stand up. You're seeing a lot better, aren't you? How much better? Much better. All right. Great. Glory. I've had enough of people to tell me already this week around here they've been healed in these services. We spend the rest of the time letting them testify. But I'm talking about real faith tonight, faith that cannot be subdued, faith that cannot be overcome, faith that cannot be overthrown, faith that's irresistible, faith that don't know how to quit, faith that'll hold on, faith that'll never stop. I like people when they get their mind made up, get it made up to go all the way through, not mess around, fool around, and give up every three days. Faith works. It starts working the very minute you believe. A lot of folks said, oh, well, if it didn't happen instantly, I didn't get it. Look, the fellow goes down and he plants him a roll corn in the garden. And he goes out the next day and it's not up. So he gets him a plow and he plows it up and plants it again. And he goes out the next day and it's not up. And he plows it up and plants it again. He never will have no corn. There's a germ inside of that grain. If it's left in the ground long enough, it will come up. This is the word I'm planting tonight into your heart. And if you leave it there, fertilize it, worship, it will come up. Praise God. This faith that I'm talking about tonight recognizes no permanent bears. It knows nothing but victory. Faith is active. It's not something in the past tense. It's not hope. It's something that's right now, this very moment, being released into the very bosom of Almighty God, and the answer comes speeding back like the speed of light. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you forbid on earth, heaven will take care of it. He said, in my name you'll cast out devils if I say in Jesus' name, devil, come out. Yes. Heaven will back it up. Yes, heaven will back it up. Yes, amen, amen, amen. There's angels here tonight to see that no devil disobeys the command in Jesus' name. Whatever you forbid, whatever you prohibit on earth, a lot of time we let our city get all dried up and tied up and devil bound when all we need to do is call a fast and take dominion over the devil and break the chains and send him out and go ahead and have revival. This faith will bind demons, sickness, doubt, fear. It'll move mountains. It'll remove worry and poverty and depression, whatever. 
Nothing can stand against this living, moving, mighty faith that I'm talking about tonight. The real, genuine thing that Jesus placed in your heart. Tonight you got the Holy Ghost. You've already exercised faith greater than the faith that takes to open blind eyes, unstop deaf ears, and make cripples walk. There never has been a greater miracle, the greatest, most mighty miracle that's ever been performed on top of God's green earth is the infilling of the Holy Ghost. That's God in you. Amen. For thousands of years, the Lord longed to get on the inside. He hung around in a cloud over him and a pillar of fire, but thank God on the day of Pentecost, he came down and he got on the inside. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Everybody say it. Jesus is on the inside of me. Everybody say, I've got the healer in my house right now. The great physician is inside of me now. Faithful stand on the word. Don't look at feelings and symptoms. It stands on the living word of God. Ever and bleeds forever blessing the book promise. That means Holy Ghost revival. That means miracles. That means signs. That means wonders. That means gifts of the Spirit. How do I get this faith? It was needful for me, the Bible said in Jude, to write unto you that you should earnestly contend for the faith once delivered unto the saints. We are saints, so we, it, he delivered it to us. Amen. He delivered it to us on that night. And I'll tell you something. There, the mighty gift of faith is working in this camp. The gift of faith is the top of the power gifts. Gifts of healing, miracles, and then gift of faith. This great gift has been flowing from the night I got here and probably before, but I know it was here uh, the other night and last night and tonight. Now what does that mean? That means when the gift of faith is flowing, you that have faith can have more. You've got enough already to defeat that little old puny disease. But God will give you a gift of faith to pray down revival, uh, to knock doors, and to win souls, and do everything that you're supposed to do. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Pure faith will not associate with envy and greed and superstition and hate and, and all that kind of junk, vanity and worry and fear. It just don't have anything to do with it. If there ever was a time we needed unity 100% together, stop being jealous and ever feller seek God and carry out the call that God laid upon his life. If there ever was a time we need to know the perfect will of God and be just as happy if we pastored a church with 39 as if we had 539, wherever the will of God is, that's where you're happy and that's all right. Only grow. Everything that's green grows. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. As long as you got faith, you stay green. You're gonna grow, praise the Lord. All right, the devil used armies to try to defeat uh, the armies of Israel, but the Lord just sent one little angel down and he killed 185,000 of them in one night. Brother, that's working them over, wouldn't it? Amen, amen, amen. One angel took care of 185,000. That old king made a lot of brags what he's gonna do to Israel. And, and, and the king went and talked to God about it. And uh, so the only feller uh, that the Lord told the angel, let's stay alive, is the old king that made all that uh, brags. When he knocked on his general's tent, nobody answered. Peeked in there, he lay dead. <clears throat> he went down to the captain and knocked on his door. There he lay dead. I don't know how many dozen he went to before he, he hit for tall timber. Uh, he knew something had gone wrong uh, because my God can take care of 185,000 diseases right here tonight. Glory to God. The devil used fire, but the Lord put air conditioning. I don't know for sure whether he can air condition that, that furnace or what he did exactly. It could have been Holy Ghost fire. He might have put the other out and just turned on the other. I don't know. Because, you know, Holy Ghost fire is real good, you know, to be in. Feller hadn't got any of it. He's in bad shape. We need to be on fire. I can't stand deadheads. Uh, we used to be on the farm. We'd get an old deadhead mule. We traded him off. We wouldn't have him. He, he just couldn't get the job done. God's got no place in his great kingdom for deadheads. All right, I want to go back in the Old Testament, and I want to, you to look at something here tonight about faith that wouldn't consider natural limitations. This faith that I'm talking about tonight, don't pay any more attention to natural uh, limitations uh, than, than a man in the moon. My Bible said that Abraham, now it's reading about and it's written, talking about Abraham, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him he believed even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things that be not as though they were. Well, God talked about things he's going to do as though it's already done. As far as he, that's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Now listen to this. Here's a man 100 years old and his wife is 90. And the Lord told him he's going to have a young one. Amen. That had blew some people's mind and it fell out. That's right. That's right. Some people said they hadn't had a revival in so long. They've all give up. Oh, hang on. Praise God. <laughs> Get a word from the Lord. And, and being not weak in faith, you know, when the Lord said, Abraham, I'm going to give you a son. And he wasn't weak in faith. He believed it. Praise God. And he considered not his own body. If you're going to get healed tonight, you're going to have to quit hanging your faith on your own body and your own weaknesses and, and what you can do and can't do. You're going to have to get your faith in the right place, in the right name, 
in the right person. And that person is Jesus. Not T.W. Bard, but Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. Nobody ever got healed looking at me, but if they looked at me and looked through me and saw Jesus. All right. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not. Somebody said, oh, but I've had this. I've had this for years, and I've been prayed for 300 times. Yeah, that's right. That's all you expected just to get prayed for. Amen. You didn't use your faith. I see people come up and they just fall on the on the altar to sit down. They won't kneel. Just sit down like uh, a sack of potatoes and say, "Here I am. I feel sorry for myself. I hope everybody else do. I know I'm going to keep this all away. I'm a chronic case. I'll never get well. But pray for me. I want folks at least to think I want to get well." When are we going to get on our own two feet and stand up and be men and women free from disease? You're not going to live around here in this world, but once, why not enjoy life? We Pentecostals are to be the happiest people in the world. Oh, I like old David. When he looked back, he saw goodness and mercy. A lot of us, when we look back, all we can see is our enemies. When he looked ahead, he saw heaven. When he looked at today, he was in a valley, all right. But he said, that's all right. Yea, though I walk through the valley, not waller in it, not lay down and give up. He said, I'm going to walk. I'm in the valley, but I'm going to walk. I ain't going to lay down. I'm going to walk. Because thou art with me. I'll fear no evil. You can't ever keep a person down. When they look back, they see good. They look ahead, they see good. And they look at right now, even if they're sick and they see Jesus. You'll never get him. But look, a lot of you never has really been happy. You live in a fog. It's time to wake up. Amen, amen, amen. You, got, you, you couldn't wait till you got married and then you're going to get happy. When you got married, you begin to have young ones and rock cradles and all that kind of stuff. And you say, well, when I get them through school, I'm going to be happy. And then later on, you say, well, when I get my home paid for, I'm going to be happy. And then finally say, well, when I retire, I'm really going to have a time then. Well, you may be too old by then. You may be all down and out and you got arthritis and you got the blues and you're looking at coffins and graveyards and, and everything else. When in the world are we going to be happy? Everybody say today is the day the Lord has given. Rejoice and be glad. It didn't say wait till you get all the corn in the crib and rejoice. It said go ahead and do it today. While you're planting it. Amen. While you're plowing it, rejoice. While you're harvesting it, rejoice. When you're on the way to the barn, rejoice. A lot of our Pentecostal people get sound and wealth and learn how to stay full of joy. Praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah. You're only going to live here once. You better hurry up. Some of you need to hurry up and get with it. 
I'm telling you tonight, the prayer of faith is going to cause the fog to clear away. The birds are going to sing. The sun's going to shine. And the glory of God's going to come upon you. Praise God. Hallelujah. If I can ever catch up with the Joneses, somebody said, I'm going to be happy. No, you wouldn't do it. Because the Smiths will pass the Joneses, and you'll have to catch up with them. The best time to be happy is just what he said. Today's the day the Lord's given. Rejoice and be glad. Amen. I'm going to be happy. I don't care what comes or what goes. I'm glad I'm alive. Amen. I'm glad I'm alive. You say, well, I got problems. I got problems. Yes, sir. I'm glad of that. I don't want to go where the folks are that don't have problems. That's down at the graveyard. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord knows how to take care of the problem. All right, here's what he did. He, he didn't stagger. He didn't consider his body. He didn't look at his age. He didn't look at the calendar. Now, it been us. We'd have been looking at the calendar and say, look at there. I'm going to be 101 before you know it. And Sarah said, yeah, I'm going to be 91. I'm just about, what, 40 years away from 40, 50 years away. Oh, I passed that time 50 years ago. It's all over. Throw your hat in the sky. It's all over. We ain't going to have no young ones. But Abraham said, God said, we're going to have one. Amen. And I want you to call me, not Abram anymore, but I want you to call me Abraham till it gets here. And that means the father of many. And there he was running around. Everybody called him Abraham. Say, what does Abraham mean? It means the father of many. Well, where's your young ones? Don't have any, but they're coming. Hallelujah! One day Sarah said, you know what, Abraham? Said, I got a funny feeling. I think something has happened to me.
until Peter got there. If he'd have sat back there and said, I'll wait until I see that gate open, brother, they'd have got his, chopped his head off the next morning. But the angel said, get up and let's go. But there's an iron gate. Walk toward it, Peter. Walk toward it, boy. Hey, man, he walked right on it. He must have got maybe two or three feet of it. And all of a sudden, that old rusty gate opened up. And he walked through. Because here's a man of action. Here's a man of faith. Here's a man who walked toward an iron gate, and it opened up. If you want God to do something, start walking. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, he said, you know, I'll look again toward the holy temple. That's what he said here. This is why he got out of this situation. He prayed. And when his soul fainted within him, he said, I remember the Lord. And a lot of us, whenever our soul faints and we get all down and out, we don't remember nothing but graveyards and undertakers. But he said, I remember the Lord. Amen. I remember the Lord. That helped get him out of here. He remembered the Lord. Let's remember the Lord. What do you say mean remember the Lord? He created all the worlds, all the galaxies. Amen. The sun, moon, and stars. He made all the mountains. He made this ocean over here. And he made these mountains we had to climb to get over here. Amen. He made it all. Spoke it into existence. Didn't even work up a sweat when he did it. He just spoke and it was done. Then he refused to let his faith be governed by surrounding circumstances. If you're going to let your faith be governed by surrounding circumstances, forget it. You've got to get your faith in heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 If John opened his eyes, he couldn't see nothing but total darkness. If he tried to smell, it smelled terrible where he was at. He didn't get any help there. If he tasted the sea, it was horrible, that rotten fish. Amen. If he reached out, he could feel on the walls of the whale's belly. Uh, no hope, no hope. He couldn't see nothing, feel nothing, hear nothing, smell nothing, taste nothing. No hope. None of his five senses offered him anything in the world but death. But he got up over the five senses. Hallelujah. He climbed over them. Hallelujah. He refused. How uh, to be governed by what he felt and what he seen and what he smelt and what he tasted. He wouldn't let it govern him. He let the Holy One of Israel govern him. His faith. Then he thanked the Lord before it happened. <laughs> Amen. He had his mind made up he's going to get out of there. He, began, he had a praise service. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Had been somebody that said, well, thank the Lord. He said, amen, I'm ready to go. Won't be long. I feel it's closing in on me. These juices have just about got me. Uh, goodbye. But no, sir, not him. He praised the Lord before it happened. He believed he was coming out. He believed he was coming out. He said, salvation is the Lord. My deliverance comes from the Lord. From the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, you know, the Lord was silent for three days and nights. Some of us, we get all nervous when the Lord gets quiet. Yeah, silent. There wasn't nobody singing only believe. He didn't get a telephone call from somebody and said, Brother, hang on, the whole church is praying for you. No, sir, he didn't, he didn't hear nothing. 
I mean, he'd hear nothing. And the Lord didn't even talk to him. But three days and three nights. You think about staying in that place three days and three nights, and you can't even hear from God. But God was listening and waiting. Amen. The clock finally ticked off the time. And God spoke. And he said, Fish, get up from out from under that mountain and head for shore. I want you to vomit that preacher out. And when that preacher hits the ground, he's gonna run, he's gonna hit the ground preaching. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Brother, I don't know what a sight they must have beheld. Whenever he got out, some of them must have seen it. I don't know. Some of them Ninevites must have seen it. Here he come out there with his clothes, his skin. I don't know what kind of shape he's in. Uh, weaves his hair. But he headed down the street hollering, 40 days and this place is going up. 40 days. And he shook the old king. He said, look, he said, let's call a fast. He got some sackcloth. He got out of ashes. And he made even the dogs and the cats and everything fast. Everybody had to fast. Praise God. Now, what am I saying to you tonight? He said, well, I don't feel any better. That ain't the way you get healed. You do not go by feelings. Had he went by feelings, he'd have given up. If Abraham had went by the calendar, he'd have never had a young. You ignore all the things you see and all the things you feel. And you put your faith forever and eternally in the living word of God. In Jesus' name, it'll work. Hallelujah. It'll move. Clap your hands to Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible said we have not because we ask not. I want you to stand now and pray a prayer with me. I want you to pray yeah, an apostolic prayer. Praise God. You're going to be praying right here. And the Bible said uh, when the early church had been threatened here, uh, and they all gathered together here in the fourth chapter. Yes, it's the fourth chapter. And, of course, they had told him they couldn't preach his name anymore. And here's a prayer that all the church prayed. Not just the apostle, not just the fellow in the pulpit. The whole church prayed. Amen. And that's what the Lord wants here tonight, the whole church to pray. When the whole church prays, then the church together believes and the glory comes down and no one person gets any glory but Jesus. Amen. Everybody say it now with me. And now, I want us to put emphasis on that now. When they, the, the apostles prayed, they, they knew something about now. They knew something about faith. They knew something about how it worked. All right, now let's start again. And now. Lord, behold their threatenings. Lord, behold their threatenings. 
and cried unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name by the name by the name of thy holy child Jesus that's our prayer say it to him Jesus this is our prayer to you and when the first church prayed say it with me and when they had prayed the place was shaken well they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness it happened the glory fell the power fell healing fell the Holy Ghost fell do it again Lord Hallelujah. Everybody put your hand up and say in Jesus' name. I believe you're healing me now. Now, Lord, by your stripes, I'm healed for thy glory. For thy honor, and I praise you tonight. Clap your hands. Everybody say real faith always touches God and I believe I've got it. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I can believe. I am believing. It's done for the glory of God. Everybody said, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Do you believe that? Greater is he that's in you, the Holy Ghost, than any sickness, any devil, any oppression or depression. 
His power is greater now. Everybody say in Jesus' name. We take authority and dominion over the demon of depression. You black-winged demon of depression. We command you to go in Jesus' name. Go! Jesus, let your light shine. Say, Jesus is my light. Say it again. Jesus is my light. He's lighting up my life. My depression's gone. My fear's gone. My worry's gone. I'm going to live. I'm going to rejoice. Praise God. Praise God. Some of you people need to discern between the voice of Jesus and the voice of the devil. If you pass by a couple of fellows on the street cursing one another, you'd hear it, wouldn't you? It'd go right into your brain. But it wouldn't be you, would it? You wouldn't feel condemned. You just couldn't have it because... These fellows out there were cursing and you heard it. Did you know the spirit world, the demonic world out there saying all kind of evil things and they can make you hear it sometimes. They can make you hear it, but it's not you. The Holy Ghost is in you and you just happen to have ears. You've got ears that hear natural things and spiritual things. When you hear it, you rebuke the thing. You say, you devil, in Jesus' name, shut up. But some of you run off in the corner and say, Oh my God, I had an evil thought. We got the mind of Christ. Amen, amen, amen. You don't think you had the evil thought when a devil-possessed person curses and blasphemes the name of the Lord. It wasn't you. Learn to resist the devil and keep him going. And stop believing that you're out from under the blood and have no power and no authority. You're unclean and full of the devil whenever your unevil thought hits your eardrums. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Everybody say, I'm clean. 
in Jesus' name. Praise God, hallelujah. It'll be great when we get to heaven, we'll never hear another devil. But as long as we're down here, we're going to hear a few of them. But I'll tell you, we're here tonight to learn how to handle a few of them, too. Praise God, hallelujah. Everybody say, Jesus gave me power to cast out devils in his name. I have the power. Jesus gave it to me. I'm going to use it. All right, by faith tonight, let's bind every demon of arthritis. How about it? You folks, are you ready? Do you know that he can oil up those joints? Holy Ghost oil. Amen. Not running out of your hands, but running down them bones. It needs oiling. Why should it run off the end of your fingers? That ain't helping nothing. We need some oil in the bones. Amen, amen, hallelujah. Are you ready to get healed right now? Are you going to walk toward the door? Are you going to believe now? Now, everybody say it in Jesus' name. We take authority over the demon of arthritis. In Jesus' name, come out, come out, be healed. Everyone, in Jesus' name, clap your hands and thank him for it. The healer's here. How many's already been healed? Wave your hand. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to the rest of you. Praise God. Hallelujah. How many of you folks trouble with old migraine headaches? Amen. You ready to get rid of them? You ready to get rid of them? My dad used to have them. At least 40 years old, he carried aspirin tablets in his pocket all the time. He got in Pentecost, he went up to some preachers and said, I want to be healed of migraine headaches. And he said, now I want you to know, I'm expecting to be healed not just of this one, but from now on. He lived to be 87. And before he died, I said, Dad... Have you ever had another headache? He said, not one. He said, I've even had the flu and didn't even have a headache when I had the flu. He said, well, God heal me, heal me. There's a lot of things can cause it. A woman come up on the platform one night. 
I'd never seen in my life. She said, I have migraine headaches, they're killing me. Put my hand on her. And I saw the face of a rapist. I said, oh, you had a horrible experience. She said, yes. I told her what happened. She said, yes. I said, you have a tormenting fear that it might happen again. But I want you to believe with me now in the name of Jesus that the rest of your days nobody will ever touch you. You're going to be free. You're going to have an angel to walk with you the rest of your life. You'll never, you'll never be raped again. Mark it down. It'll never happen. Hallelujah. Everybody say in Jesus' name. We take authority and dominion over my green headaches. We assure you to come out. Come out now and go. Heal, Lord. Let your healing virtue flow. We believe it's done in your name. Let's all thank the Lord for healing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Everybody get ready for tumors, gorders, growths. Are you ready for them to go? They're going to go. What do you see? You see it disappear in a blaze of his glory, his healing virtue. Amen. What do you see? You see power in the name. You got faith in the name. You see it going. The little woman said within herself, if I can touch the hem of his garment. And it left. And it left. Get ready for that growth. That quarter. Whatever it is. Because the great physician is here. So touch it. Are you ready? Everybody say, Jesus. We are ready. All of us together say it in Jesus' name. On the authority of thy word. And in the name of Jesus, we command every tumor, every growth to leave. In Jesus' name, go. You're vanishing. You're going. You're disappearing. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Everybody say, we believe, Lord. We believe they're gone. Your word is true. Heaven and earth will pass away. But your word will never pass. We stand on it. Thank you, Lord.
Glory. Praise the Lord. the hands of those that it's gone now you had one it's gone there's one anyone over here right there's one where else back here anybody back here there's one over here you're waving yeah you got your hand up it's gone amen 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 somebody else just check it when you put your hand there just remember it's gone is he faith Sees it done in Jesus' name by faith. The walls of Jericho fell. All right, all right. Come on. If another one's discovered it's gone, put your hand up and wave it. If you've discovered just now there's one okay all right there's one back here you waving your hand lady way back there you just praise the lord you you had one's gone okay praise the lord hallelujah hallelujah everybody say god can do anything praise god praise god is there somebody way back over in this corner the one left, way back over here. All right, you check it. You get home. Amen. Is somebody else? They're leaving tumors inside, out, growth, leaving now. Praise God, hallelujah, the great physician is here. Praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus is walking around in here tonight. Sure as the world. He's here with us. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. All right. Before we pass on with another one, is there another one discovered? Has another one discovered? It's gone. Put your hand up and wave it. Where? Over. Which way? Wave your hand again. Right here, lady. Had one on your neck. It's gone. Good. Praise God. 
You see why there's no need for me to have a healing line? There's somebody in here got scars in his hand walking around. I sure wouldn't walk behind him pray for anybody that didn't get it. Mm. Let him do it. Let's let Jesus do it tonight. How about it? Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Somebody had two of their stomach. It's gone as sure as the world tonight. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. While we're just waiting on that tumor, so many times the Lord speaks to me in dreams. I have long-distance telephone calls. Somebody calling in way off. And this particular t time, this lady called, and she had a tumor. And uh, she said, uh, I'm scheduled for surgery. But while she was, just before the phone rang, I was looking inside of a woman's body in a dream. And I saw a tumor. And I saw a hand reach in there and get it and just strip it off. And it was gone. And when she... The telephone rang. I said, she said, I've got tumor. I said, no, you used to have. It's gone. She went back for a checkup. Sure enough, the doctor said, it's not there anymore. I don't know what happened. But the great physician, the great physician was letting me see it when the phone rang. He loves us. He really does. So very much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many feels that old arthritis is loosened up out there and you're feeling a lot better? Put, put your hand up. Come on. Oh, look out there. My goodness, the life. The Lord does them all and up around here tonight. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's clap our hand to Jesus for that. Maybe we need to think about some bones right now. Need something. Uh, one of the ministers here, I believe of your district, you know, when I was in uh, Santa Cruz, we was praying one night, and somebody came up to me while I was preaching and said, it's reported there's a light hanging over this tabernacle. When they said that, there was a little hunchback woman out in front of me. And the power of God hit her, and she just straightened up. And, uh, is that minister here tonight? It was your mother. You tell me, there he is right there. You were sitting right by her, wouldn't you? Yes, sir. Praise God. And your brother may be on the other side. That's been uh, several years ago. And that little darling hunchback all pulled over, just straightened up. And she told me she's two or three inches taller. I forget the next day when she measured than she'd ever been. Amen. Just straightened up. Praise the power of the Lord just went right down through there. Amen. Amen. The glory of God is moving here. Amen. 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 I feel a mighty surge. 
I was preaching one night and out of from behind me a ball of fire moved out over the crowd and out through the front door and people screamed as it went out because the Lord said this he said there'll be signs there'll be fire pillar of smoke what's wrong with a little Holy Ghost fire around every once in a while it happened on the day of Pentecost didn't it I think it ought to happen from now on till he comes we're not looking for signs it don't take that for us we just say Lord do it your way amen amen if you want to I've seen the glory of God come down over an altar service where they're seeking the Holy Ghost it was just like a cloud of glory just just a holy smoke hanging there Holy Ghost just falling all over the place praise God and that great power is here tonight there's some of you back there could just open your mouth right now they don't have the Holy Ghost and just start speaking in tongues the supernatural miracle of tongues the Holy Ghost some of you backsliders right now you you got forgiveness of your sins a while ago all you got to do is lift up your hands and start speaking in tongues glory hallelujah 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 glory all right it's no problem with the Lord about limbs and crooked fingers and toes or what no problem with him at all he just does it. Just a few weeks ago, I was preaching, having a healing service. And I felt there was somebody over to my right. And there was a lady there, had a crippled arm, and it was withered. And I kept saying, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Finally, it shot up. And one of the ministers, of an official there, he said, that arm, that hand filled out. It's just like the other one. It's just like Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Just believe the Lord, Brother Mark, over there. And anyone else that has, has something here. Amen. You just believe the Lord. Just however he wants to do it, that's the way he'll do it. Everybody say in Jesus' name. Reach forth your hand and heal crooked limbs, broken bones, whatever needs to be replaced. Replace it in Jesus' name. For the glory of God, let it be. All right, while your faith's holding on there, remember what I said last night, the Lord just creating bones in that snake and in those fish, you know, just, just like everything. Fed 5,000. He had to have a lot of perch to feed that many. So as hungry as I get for fish sometimes. But, brother, he was creating bones just like that. It's no trouble to him. Just put bones or just all over the place. Just put it there. Some of you Texas. How many preachers here used to be in Texas, huh? Anybody here from Texas? 
All right. I was preaching over there a few years ago at a healing service. And uh, they brought a little boy. His name was Jim Lacey. He was about four or five years old. He had cancer of the bone. And they had his hip in a cast. It was honeycombed. And they said he can't even put his foot on the floor lest it just shatter. We prayed for that little fella. And those bones just all to pieces. And I said, I believe it's done, Brother Lacey. He took him home and he noticed he kept wanting to walk on it. He said, he decided he better take him to the doctor. We took him to the doctor and the doctor took him in and x-rayed him and come out looking plum white. He said, is there anything wrong? He said, well, I don't know. He said, would you come back at a certain time? He said, yes. He had nine doctors there. And brother x-rayed and x-rayed and finally come out shaking the head. Said, this will go down on our records as a medical miracle. We don't know what's happened, but your son has a brand new hip bone. Everybody say he can create bone. And we believe he is. In Jesus' name, we believe it's done. He's got a limb you feel as the Lord touched just then, loosened it up, huh? Amen. Why have you been here tonight? Here's one, here's two, here's one, here's another one. Amen. I wish I could hear all these. Here's another one. There's some back here in the back. Amen. Anybody else over here? Here's some over here. Praise God, praise God. Check it. That old knee that wouldn't straighten out. Go on, straighten it out. That arm wouldn't straighten out. Go on, do it in Jesus' name. You see, you do it just like I do that because you know it's going to come on out there. Amen. When you say in Jesus' name, the healer, healer's standing there. He said, stretch forth your hand, and you just do it. He said to that poor old man, been there for 38 years, discouraged, bitter, didn't like nobody. The Lord said, do you want to get well? And he said, yes. He said, well, get up. Why, he hadn't been up in 30, in all of his life, perhaps. And he, he not only told him to get up and walk, he said, carry your bed with you. Poor fella had been crippled 38 years, and here the Lord making him walk and carry his bed on his shoulder. Down the road he went. Oh, he's a great physician. He's a great physician. Anybody else? Feel like a bone's been loose now? Put your hand up. Wave it. Come on. Is it, there's one. All right. Amen, 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 amen. Oh, yes. We've got to get this one. Everybody say in Jesus' name. You demon of cancer. We adjure you to come out. We cast you out. 
In Jesus' name, go. Heal, Lord, now. Everybody say, in Jesus' name, I'm going to live. I'm really going to live. I'm going to enjoy life. Well, us Pentecostal people ought to be the happiest people in the world. We go down the street all down and out and our mouths hanging low. Somebody say, I don't want what she's got or what he's got. If it makes them look that way. Every last one of us can get rid of our problems in no time if we'd get on our knees. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I like that old spiritual. There ain't no grave gonna hold me down when he comes. But I think we ought to say there ain't no devil going to hold me down because I got a name. And that name is Jesus. Now there's a lot of you lady folks out there that have some problems. Are you ready to forever to get rid of them? You've had a lot of ups and downs, a lot of days of depression over it. But the great physician is here. On that little woman that had an issue of blood, touched the hem of his garment. Instantly dried up. She was well. You know what happened? She began to gain weight. She began to live again. Something powerful entered into her body and healed her. In Jesus' name, you believe it's going to happen? Amen, amen. Now don't. The Lord said, Have you boys caught the fish? They said, No, we fished all night. We hadn't caught a thing. He said, Well, just paddle out a little further there and throw your nets in. And Peter started to argue and he thought of himself. He knew he felt like he's a better fisherman than the Lord. Sometimes we get the feeling like we know more than he does, you know. But he said, nevertheless, if thy word said, we'll do it. He threw that old net over. And brother, he had to holler for help. I mean, those big old fishes hitting that net. Man alive. He had a catch. 
Praise God. The Lord didn't pay attention to their failures. <laughs> I don't care if you fellas have been failing for six months. It don't take me but one dip to catch them. I know where they're at, and if they're not there, I'll put them there. Amen, amen. If somebody's caught them all out of the lake, they'll create some put them in there. there. Ain't no way to get around him whenever he says fish. They come in whether they're or not, they'll be there. So you've tried a lot of times, and you've got depressed and worried and troubled over it. But tonight, why don't you say we're going to throw a net?